Okay, so the first mission of the third parak of Sukkah is going to be very difficult to keep in five minutes, so I'm going to talk as fast as I can, but I do have to tell all of you that in the yeshivas, this third parak, this third chapter of Sukkah, especially the pages of Gemara explaining this Mishnah called Lula Vagazel is one of the richest and most learned and most loved pages of Gemara, extremely rich with a lot of beautiful lumdas and beautiful ideas. So I'm going to try to do as quickly as possible. There's a lot here, so forgive me if I go over time. Lulav Hagazel, a lulav that's stolen, is not kosher, is invalid, because as the Pasuk says that you have to refer to, Ulekachtem Lachem, you should take for you and the first day, it has to belong to you. In order to do the mitzvah of lulav, since the pasuk that says the, the mitzvah that you're looking at said begins ulakachtam lachem, take for you, means that the lulav has to belong to you. And if you're using a lulav on the first day that doesn't belong to you, you don't get the mitzvah. Now, even though we know in the laws of stealing in Torah, that when you steal something, it belongs to you. I mean, you you, you did a sin and you're liable, but it's called Shinar Bailam. You made an acquiring and you acquired it. Seemingly, if you acquired the Lulav, you stole it. It now belongs to you. It's now in your possession. But that's called Mitzvah Habba'a a Mitzvah that comes through sin. And therefore, Lulav that's stolen is not kosher because it's a Mitzvah that comes through sin. And any Mitzvah that comes through sin is not a mitzvah. Continues the Mishnah of a Hayavish puzzle, a dry Lulavish puzzle, because even though the Torah calls the, only the Esrog a pre eight Hadar, only the citron fruit is actually referred to as Hadar, which means beautiful, but we learn from there the law of Hidur Mitzvah, that one should try to do all mitzvahs beautifully, and therefore a Lulav that's dry is not Hidur, it's not beautiful, and therefore it's puzzle, it's not kosher. Now, even though generally we learn the laws that hider mitzvah, halachically beautifying a mitzvah, which is a halacha to have beautiful objects you do your mitzvah with, to and put a lot of money into your tefillin and to blue beautiful Shabbos candlesticks and to do mitzvahs in a beautiful way, but usually those are added on, added benefits, extra credit. But here we're saying that a lulav that's dry is not even kosher because by the four species, the mitzvah of lulav, there's a special din of hidur because it's written in that v- verse, preates hadar, that hidur, that beautifying the four species, is not an added ingredient. It's essential to the mitzvah, which is why customary people, Jews, spend a lot of money on the four species to make them as beautiful as possible. A lulav that was used for pagan idol worship. The, which was a tree that was actually worshipped, or that was in a town of pagans that we know the Torah says a town that's majority were pagans that worshipped idols, the law of both a tree that was worshipped by pagans, or a town that's fully pagan has to be burned, both the tree and this town, that's what the Torah says. And we won't get into this point at how medieval that sounds, but the Torah says, and we believe it's God's infinite wisdom, that a tree that was worshipped by pagans or a town has to be burned, and therefore a lulav from such a tree or a lulav from such a town is not kosher because there's a shear. There's a minimum measurement of how big, how tall a lulav has to be, as we're going to see. And any, since the Torah says it has to be burned, as we already learned about halachic existential space, therefore, since the Torah says that a lulav 
lulav from such a pagan tree or town has to be burned, the Torah looks at it now as if it's burned, and therefore it's not big enough to be the measurement, the shear, that's necessary to be a kosher lulav. Niktam Rasha, if the top of the lulav is snipped off, it's invalid. Nifritsu Olav, if the leaves of the lulav are completely separated to the extent that they're not at all connected, it's invalid. Nifridu Olav, if they're only a little split up, kosher, it's kosher. But of course, we know the rule is that by a lulav, the more closed up that the leaves are, the better it is. The more you get the leaves closed up together. But if they are split a little, it's kosher. Rabbi Yudu Oymirik Denumilamila, you have to Rabbi Yudu says you should tie them up above if they're split up apart. But we don't rule like that. We say you should try to get it closed, but if it's open, Lil, you don't tie them up on top, only on bottom. Tsinehar barzel, which is a type of palm tree that its leaves don't really fully lie on top of each other like our lulavs, even so Ksheris, they're kosher. And now the Mishnah finishes, how long does a lulav have to be for it to be kosher? Lulav sheish b'shleishatvachim, a lulav that has four, three tvachim, that has... 24 centimeters, and another tefach, another 8 centimeters, meaning that altogether it's 32 centimeters, but the fourth one is that they should have what to shake it with. Kosher, that's how tall it has to be, at least 24 centimeters.